Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, everybody? And welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, let's talk about what we learned tonight, the first day of free agency in the NFL. Because Monday is essentially that. Uh, it's exactly that. Free agents can negotiate with NFL teams. And even though deals cannot be finalized until Wednesday, we hear a lot about reports that are being agreed to. We hear a lot about big big signings around the NFL. Not if you're a Cowboys fan, though. Usually, those are more of in-house decisions that you hear about. And for some reason, today wasn't even that. We didn't hear a lot about the Cowboys, but tonight we will sum up the three biggest lessons for the Cowboys on Monday. Let me, let me tell you something. It was a crazy day of writing over at adcsports.com like uh, it might not be over after i finish prime time with you guys tonight because the texans uh signed jimmy ward and i know that we're gonna have some content out on that uh shout out to everybody who works on adc sports man great team to be around and i love working with everyone over there uh shout out to all of you as well in the youtube chat and the facebook chat we've got juan daniel Inez Gomez, Army Mom, Toxic Tom, Bruce. We've got Jorge saying that Cowboys never pick up anyone. Yes, we know. We know, says Jorge. <laughs> and it is true, man. Uh, it is true. The Cowboys do not spend. And that's the thing. We, we have heard a lot of reports today about, yeah, the Cowboys are interested in Bobby Wagner. They've had initial conversations with him. But it's all about economics. Yeah, the Cowboys want LVE back but it's all about economics. Yeah, they want Donovan Wilson back, but there might be another team involved that makes it about economics. And it's the same thing over and over again. So we'll talk about it all tonight, but uh, let's get into the number one lesson of the, of the day, in my opinion. It has to do with Michael Gallup. Let me know in the chat if you liked or disliked that the Cowboys restructured Michael Gallup's contract. Because essentially what it means is that they are lowering his cap number for 2023, but making him less dispensable in 2024 because that cap number is going to go up in the future. So that was a surprise to me. I didn't think that they were going to rework Michael Gallup's deal. Let me know in the chat if you like it or dislike it. 
Uh, we'll get into it. We will get into it right away. Uh, Army Mom Heather says, I hate it. Toxic Tom also hates it. It wasn't even an option, and people hate it. Uh, Oscar Herrera as well, over on Facebook. So it's not like he, this isn't a, you know, a group effect in which everybody's going with hate. Uh, Oscar is over on Facebook. He also hates it. Uh, Gregory dislikes it. Tom as well. Uh, Bruce, the same answer. And I, I see you. I do I. Uh, I agree with all of you on that front. I didn't think that the Cowboys were, were going to rework Gallup's contract. He had an $11 million salary in 2023. They're going to take about $9 million, almost $10 million out of that salary. They're going to turn it into a signing bonus. That will open up about $7.4 million in cap space for 2023. But I would have thought that you wanted to leave your options open heading into the season. Because Michael Gallup was a disappointment. Let There's no other way around it. Did it have to do with a bum knee? Maybe. Uh, is he going to be healthier and better in 2023? Maybe. But I don't know if you can say that comfortably if you are the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, of course, they have more information on that front than us. But it was a show of faith in Gallup's long-term future with, uh, with the Cowboys. Uh, I did have an exchange with Joey Ikes, and I really want to have Joey Ikes on the show one of these days. I need to reach out to him. Uh, let me see if I can find it really quickly. This is from a previous tweet. Like This was originally not from... Uh, not as a, It wasn't a tweet about Gallup's restructure, but he tweeted out... Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick, because I want to read it to you uh, word by word about the mentality of the Cowboys. Okay, so here it goes. Dan Rogers, over from Logan Voice, he tweeted out, the Dallas Cowboys would have won the Super Bowl last year if they would have signed then uh, blank space in free agency last offseason. So it was kind of an exercise. Joey Ikes quoted it, and he said, just don't trade Amari. You almost certainly beat San Francisco if you have an outside wide receiver worth anything. And then it's Dallas-Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game, and I like my chances. That was Joey's tweet. To that, I replied, and you'll see the connection here in a moment, people don't want to talk about the Amari Cooper trade because it happened so long ago, yet it's the single move that tells us the most about the Cowboys front office, and it shouldn't be forgotten. That was my response to Joey's tweet. And he quoted me saying, Yes, it's an extremely important lens into the way that they operate. They want to win their way with their guys. It was obvious the way they handled Amari from the moment he landed in Dallas. He wasn't one of their guys, but they felt they had no choice. And I tie this into the Gallup decision because you were willing to move on from Amari, even though he was a way better wide receiver. And I know the salary was going to be higher and everything. But you moved on from Amari because he wasn't one of your guys, but you are doubling down on what looked like a bad contract, at least in year one, right after the Gallup extension. Uh, you're doubling down on him because he's one of your guys because you drafted him back in 2018 in the third round. It's kind of frustrating, uh, but the 
you know, the silver lining here could be that maybe Gallup is healthier by September. And maybe we see a completely different wide receiver out there on the playing field. But for now, I am very skeptical about reworking his deal and being even more compromised with him going into 2024. Now, I will say, I will say uh, that maybe you can still have an out uh, in in 2024, even with the restructure, uh, because the prorated bonuses were not that high. Like he had a two million dollar cap charge in prorated bonuses, so that would make it. Now that would make it kind of a movable contract, maybe. Uh, next season, but we'll find out. In the meantime, they're gonna save like seven million dollars in cap space. And I don't think that we're going to see an aggressive move as a result of it. The Cowboys do this every year. They're just doing some accounting to take care of of their in-house decisions and maybe some extensions that are likely coming uh, the Cowboys' way in a few weeks, in a few months. But we'll see. Uh, Jerry says, you can restructure every year, LOL. And yes, you can. The problem, though, is when you move on from these players, like, I'm not against restructuring guys every year as long as you're sure about or or at least nearly sure about them being in for the long term. I don't think that Gallup is a guy that you want to close your doors on. I don't think that you want to go into 2024 without being able to move on from him because you restructured him this year, if that makes sense. I'm all I am all for restructuring players as long as you're planning on keeping them on the roster uh, and for good reason, right? Let's see here. Jerry says if they don't sign Wilson, I'm gonna be pissed. And I agree, I want Donovan Wilson back. I want him back so bad. Now there are some reports out there that indicate that the Cowboys also want him back. But the money speaks. Money speaks, and they they will need to match those offers or or have them be even better. Toxic Tom says, Mo with that hopium. Hey, just to be clear though, I do not like this move. I'm not betting on Gallup uh, being that guy in 2023. I'm just saying like that could be the silver lining. Like maybe it happens. Maybe they're right about his health. Otherwise, I don't agree with the decision. So I'm actually not on that hopium. I'm just, I'm just laying out the scenarios. I'm just laying out the... The word, where do we go from here? I mean, it's done. So what can we hope for now? Give them a Bobby Bonilla deal. This <laughs> is Jenkins Gaming. Oh, man, that's basically what they did with Tyron Smith <laughs> back in 20, 2011. Or, uh, I mean, it almost. It's crazy that they locked him, in, locked him up for 10 years back then. That was a good deal. Like, that, you might have to go that far back to find such a good deal from the Cowboys front offices, uh, from the Cowboys front office. Let's see here. Angel says we might release Gallup next year if he doesn't do good to Angel. And this move makes it harder to do that. Uh, so you're going to save $7 million in cap space now, but it's going to cost you some flexibility in 2024. Like, 
let's say that Gallup being released in 2024 was, I don't know, 60% likely. Now it's like 40%, I would say. That's how I would essentially describe it. Uh, so I think that was a big, big lesson that we learned about the Cowboys in this opening day. Charlene Evans says, Mo, do you think Diggs will hold out this year? Uh, Trayvon Diggs, if he doesn't get a contract, he might. Keep in mind, uh, those are mostly like agents' decisions, not really the players'. So I can see I can see him holding out for at least a, a portion of the offseason. Not like a very dramatic holdout, but uh yeah, I could see that happening if they don't reach a, a contract extension soon. But I would uh, that's not even a Trevon Diggs take for me. Uh honestly, it's just a take that I would have for every big name player that isn't a quarterback. So I think that quarterbacks are less likely to hold out, especially those those quarterbacks that are recognized because of their leadership, just because they cannot do it. They cannot stay away from the team. Joel Wilson says, Gallup is solid. Why are you all mad Dak's not getting him is the problem, says Joel. I don't know, Joel. I saw some separation issues from Michael Gallup in 2023, and I mean many, not some. I don't think that that was a Gallup problem. And I'm not going to say that Dak was perfect because we know Dak was not perfect. But I think that Gallup was kind of an issue last year. My question and the question that I'm still open to to putting in question is, I mean, like maybe he was really hurt. Maybe he was not fully fully healed. And does that change with one more year? Or does it stay the same? We'll find out. Uh, let me block the bot here over on Facebook. Boom, there you go. Out of here. Anyways, uh, let's get into the number two lesson. Let's get into the number two lesson that we learned tonight about the Dallas Cowboys. And you will let me know your take on this as well. The Cowboys move on from Connor McGovern. Do you, I mean... How, how do you feel about it? From 1 to 10, how much of a concern is it to you that Conor McGovern is no longer a Dallas Cowboy? Yeah, we'll go with that question. From 1 to 10, how concerned are you about McGovern signing with the Buffalo Bills? He signed a three-year deal, by the way. Uh, while you give me your answers, and before I give you mine, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. A family-owned business for over 65 years. You can check them out over at their car dealership in Irving, Texas. Or you can check them out over at FreemanMazda.net. In there, you can check out their wide range of new and used vehicles, as well as the features of each of them. Plus, you can see pictures of the outside, of the inside of the cars. And as we do about this time... Around this time here on ADC Sports, Dallas Prime Time from Thursday to Sunday, uh, it's time to talk about the Freeman Mazda Ride of the Week. Because this time around, it is a 2023 Mazda CX-5, CX-50 2.5, excuse me, preferred plus all-wheel drive. This one starts at $34,075. It's got all-wheel drive. 
a Wi-Fi hotspot, sunroof, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, and a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway. So make sure that you check out the ride of the week over at FreemanMazda.net. Check it out. Let's see here. Uh, how do you feel about the Conor McGovern thing? From 1 to 10, how much of a concern it is? Let's see here. Joel goes with 8. I'm fine with it. This is Army Mom. She goes with a 1. Uh, Toxic Tom says we are. Gregory goes with 6. Jenkins Gaming goes with 0. McGovern plays fullback. Mark goes with 8. Uh, Toxic Tom goes with a 3. Oscar Herrera goes with a zero. Mark one. Katharina goes with a seven. Uh, Jerry goes with a six. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the fence a little bit here on this one, and I'm gonna go uh, just like Ines and Reggie over here on Facebook. I'm gonna go with the five. I don't like it. Like I, I would have liked it if the Cowboys were able to keep him, but I do acknowledge that uh, the Bills paid up because the Bills see a starter in him because they don't have a very decent offensive line. For the Cowboys, you're probably seeing him as a plan B for your offensive line. So I get letting him walk. But still, it is, it is a situation in which left guard was a need, but it wasn't a must-feel need like immediately ASAP. And now it is. And I don't know that there are a lot of uh, free agents at the position that you can look at as upgrades. So I don't know if the Cowboys have put themselves in a position to go get Osiris Torrance in the first round of the NFL draft or else. And maybe it costs you some flexibility regarding what we have discussed at length regarding Mr. Tyron and Mr. Tyler. Because you might argue that with McGovern out of the picture, the most likely combination for the Cowboys on the left side could be Tyron at left tackle and then Tyler at left guard. Like if things stayed as they are right now, that would have to be your lineup, right? That would have to be your lineup. Uh, now the question becomes, do you find somebody else in the NFL draft or in free agency? That would be ideal. Uh, it would be ideal to not walk into the draft with a big-time need at guard once more for the second consecutive year. Because remember, the Cowboys moved on from Connor Williams last offseason, and it was McGovern as a plan B at first. If Tyron Smith does not go down injured before the season starts, then we don't see McGovern unless there is an injury later in the season. He was not a projected starter for the Cowboys before Tyrant's injury. So I'm just saying uh, the Cowboys have a bigger need at offensive line than we, than we are willing to admit, in my opinion. Let's see here. Uh, Joel Wilson, OBJ will never play in Dallas. It's like this trying to come back. <laughs> Gregory says, if he's not replaced, then what is your concern? If he is not replaced, and what is your concern? Uh, it would be that, you know, the lack of flexibility that you have at offensive line right now. Because to me, it feels like it has to be Tyron and Tyler. It has to be those two. 
unless Drew plays him, uh, which I'm willing to bet that they will at some point. But it's just too too much uncertainty for me at offensive line. And it's not like the Cowboys had the, a top-tier unit protecting Dak Prescott last season too. So I do look at it as a big need for Dallas. Katharina says, I read on my NFL news that OBJ is asking $20 million a year. Is that true? Uh, yes and no. We have heard this number before for OBJ. But this time around, there seems to be some discrepancy on that number. And, and actually, no, the number three lesson has to do with OBJ. So this is the perfect segue into this whole thing. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Uh, but regarding the price, I know that Mike Florio reported that number for OBJ. And then somebody else, I think that it was Tom Pelissero, I think that he reported that, you know, that number was not accurate or that there was not a, uh, there had not been discussions about actual numbers. But let me tell you something. I don't think that $20 million a year is the same ask as it was a few years ago. Like say, say that OBJ gets a $20 million per year contract, like wherever. I'm not talking about with the Cowboys. Say that he lands a $20 million deal. That would make him the 11th highest paid wide receiver in the NFL in average value per year. So it's not like that would make him a top five paid receiver or a top 10 guy. To me, that wouldn't be a number that is a deal breaker. It would be more about guaranteed money and contract structure, which might be a way to sugarcoat the one question that matters when you're looking at these contracts, which is when can I get out? Like when is the soonest that I can get out of this contract if I want to? Best case scenario, I don't want to get out of the deal. But worst case scenario and in the NFL, the most realistic scenario is I want to have flexibility where I can get out of a contract from a player that's underperforming or that isn't living up to the to the hype, right? I think it's more about all of that. But talking about OBJ, you guys know that I'm a little bit optimistic about getting a big-name wide receiver this offseason. It was my number one prediction yesterday when we dove into uh, potential predictions for the Dallas Cowboys free agency. Uh, there was a small nugget that I was interested in uh, today, and it was from none other than the GOAT James Slater. Let me read the tweet for those of you who might have missed it. Uh, but James Slater tweeted out, and she also talked about it on NFL Network. I thought it was interesting. Uh, let, let's get your take here. Uh, wait, she didn't actually tweet it out. It's just the clip. I think that, I think that it may be time for Jeffrey tweeted the quote out. So here we go. Here we go. This is what James Slater said on NFL Network. Jerry Jones is very much driving the bus on this, period. If this gets done, it's Jerry and Jerry alone. That, that will raise some eyebrows. Let me know in the chat, though, the fact that Jerry is, quote-unquote, driving the bus. Does it make it 
more likely or does it make it less likely? Likelier or less likely? What do you what do you make of that? Because I've struggled with it. I've struggled with it a little bit. Uh, right now, my reaction is that it doesn't. My reaction is that it makes it less likely. Because it sounds powerful, right? It sounds like, oh yeah, Jerry's driving the bus. He's gonna get it done because he's desperate. He wants to get that Super Bowl. He wants to make a big splash like the old days. He's gonna go get OBJ because he wants to. But Jerry has not driven this thing in a long while. He's not driven the bus in a long, long time. As he enters his eighth decade on planet Earth, why would a cowboy suddenly hand him back the keys? Because he doesn't have the keys to this team. We know that. If, if you're paying attention, you know that. This is not Jerry's team anymore. I mean, he, he, he's still the chief marketing officer, maybe. <laughs> of course, that's not his official title, but... You know what I mean. But but he doesn't run the show in Dallas. So I think that he's 80 years old, Charlene. Jerry's 80 years old right now. So I don't know. I, I do think that that sounds like it's less likely than I would have thought originally. If it's only Jerry driving that bus and Jane Slater is hearing about it, it might mean like Jane reached out and everyone was like, ah, uh, yeah, no, we're not doing that. I don't know. It's just my impression of things. And I'm wildly speculating here. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. I'm just wildly speculating about the meaning behind what Jane Slater said. Let me read it again for those of you who missed it. Jerry Jones is very much driving the bus on this. If this gets done, it's Jerry and Jerry alone. If that is the case, I'm removing my chips from that bet. I'm not removing them from the Cowboys potentially getting a big-name wide receiver, but I might remove them a little bit in terms of the OBJ strip stakes. Let's see what you guys have to say about this. Uh, do you think that it makes it less likely or likelier. Mark goes with less likely. More likely for Brian Thompson. 50-50 for me, says Lance. Um, Toxic Tom says, Mo, if he was, if Jerry was truly desperate, then he would hire a real general manager. His son says Jerry fully re uh, referring to who's in charge nowadays. Um <laughs> uh, Let's see here. Jerry took gambles and we won, says Reggie. But it was also a very different system, as we know. There's a first time for everything, Mo. LOL. Let's hope that he does. Finger crossed, says Katharina. Lance says, uh, sign Bobby Wagner and then we're good. Mike says, please cut sick tomorrow. I keep waiting. I, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. And I don't want to smile because it's not like I don't like sick, honestly. I have nothing against sick, uh, but I would like to be right about that prediction. I think the Cowboys end up cutting him. Reggie, Amanda, Mark, Mike, they all go with less likely. Same for Ines. Same for Joel, if I'm reading that comment right. 
Rolando says Dallas should build in the trenches offensive line. Yep, and they just said bye to Connor McGovern. They just said bye to Connor McGovern. Uh, not entirely sure if that is necessarily a bad thing, but definitely the Cowboys need to do something about it. And that that's something that gets me a little bit nervous. A little bit nervous because you're getting yourself in a position in which you might have to force a pick when you're on the clock in the NFL draft unless you do something about it. Because I don't see... Hey, even last year, the Cowboys had McGovern. Like, that was plan B, right? Uh, I don't know if you have that right now. Who would be your... It would be an unproven offensive lineman, honestly. So I'm a little bit nervous about that one. I'm a little bit nervous about not having a left guard unless unless it's Tyron Tyler. Tyron at tackle, Tyler at guard, and that's your starting five. But then again, there are way more other questions across the offensive line. Does number 77 stay healthy? Is Terrence still ready to go in September? All of that. Let's see here. Uh, remember when we had a great receiver with Amari and we had him for nothing, says Joel Wilson. Yep. I, I remember mostly. Mostly I remember that they got rid of him, and that sucks. I, I have not gotten over the Amari Cooper trade. Not going to lie. The news she's stirring up the XFL says Mark Aaron. I love like the the optimistic comment right in the right as we are all getting desperate about the Cowboys free agency period, which is unsurprising as heck. <laughs> Nobody is surprised about what's going on right now. Toxic Tom says, Boy, Mo, Mexico took Team USA out to the wood line last night. Hashtag bid down. Así es. Correcto. En efecto. Isaac Paredes. Isaac Paredes is an absolute beast, man, playing baseball. Uh, I was loving it. I was loving every single second of it. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, you know that I, you know that I was gonna talk a little bit of a little bit of of smack. Uh, but I'm excited about Mexico's win over the U.S. in the World Baseball Classic. If you're baseball fans, if you're a baseball fan, you're, you're probably enjoying the heck out of that event. Well, maybe not last night. Maybe not last night. Not all of you. Uh, I sure did, though. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me talk a little bit of trash. I deserve it. Uh, I didn't think that Mexico was going to win, for what it's worth. Uh, Isaac had a fantastic game. Hey, there you go. Maybe Isaac Paredes, Isaac Alarcón. There's something about Isaacs here on primetime. We, we like to talk about Isaacs for some reason. Viva Mexico says Rolando. There you go. There you go. Anyways, uh, that was the big news around the Dallas Cowboys in free agency. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the NFL, though. Uh, Jimmy G is now a Las Vegas Raider. That, that was crazy to me. Uh, we see, we saw what else happened. Sam Darnold ends up with the 49ers. That's a connection that makes way too much sense to me. Like you've got Trey Lance, you've got, you've got, uh, uh, Brock Purdy. There's a lot of risk at quarterback bringing Sam Darnold. Who, who cares about Darnold's weaknesses? He's going to play with Kyle Shanahan. 
I, I like the decision, honestly. And it was a low-cost move for San Francisco. I like the Bears' moves. They signed TJ Edwards, and they also got uh, Tremaine Edmonds, so a couple of linebackers there. I'm not entirely pro-breaking the bank for off-ball linebackers, but when, when you're as bad on defense as the Bears are, then it makes sense to me. Like, it can raise the floor of your defense so much if you get those two linebackers in there. So I do think that context matters in those kinds of, of in those type of situations. Uh, Aaron Rodgers still deciding. Yes. And it was caught chaotic. If you were tuned into NFL Network this morning, it was chaotic. Uh, Garrett Wilson was tweeting out about <laughs> Aaron Rodgers being a jet because Trey Wingo tweeted out that it was done. And then you had Rapchid, Pelicero, you had Mike Garofalo, all three on screen talking to Dan Graciano and going, it's not done. It's not done. It was um, quality TV. Daniel Jeremiah was losing it as well. It was funny. If you tuned in to, to NFL Network, then you enjoyed some quality TV right there. I don't know. Uh, 24 hours ago, I thought that he was going to be a Packer in 2023. Right now, it kind of sounds like it's happening, the Jets thing. Uh, so at this point, I really don't know. And I wouldn't dismiss the possibility of Aaron Rodgers truly not knowing yet. So there's that. Uh, least Rodgers can place is Joel Wills, uh, the Bears have to spend money. They were like $75 million under the cap, something crazy like that. This is Mark Aaron. And, and they have a roster that sucks, honestly. And you already bet on Justin Fields by trading away the number one pick. Uh, start, start building something around him. Let's see what he's got. Let's see what he's got. Uh, because if he doesn't work out, then you're probably well set up in the future to start over at a QB. We'll find out what happens. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you tomorrow night, same time, 8 p.m. Central. I appreciate you for joining the show. Thanks so much. I really love my time with you tonight. Uh, it was a very, very exhausting day over at ADC Sports in the best of ways. I'm not complaining, not anything like that. Uh, but prime time was actually kind of a relaxing moment for me. I really enjoy getting in here talking about the Cowboys with you. So do me a favor and hit the like button. Share the stream if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. Let your friends know about ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I am right here every Sunday through Thursday at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, also, make sure that you tune in to Skywalker Steel Show every morning. Y nos vemos el día de mañana. Primetime brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net as always. Nos vemos. Adios. Bye-bye.